This is a Founding Media podcast. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Leveraging Life. I'm Becky Henderson. I'm Courtney Santana. It's good to see you. It's good to be here. Ah, it's good to be here and good to be seen. <laughs> so in today's episode, we're actually going to be covering a topic that I believe is going to bring a lot of freedom uh, in people's worlds. I don't know. We're going to have to fight. We're going to come kicking and scratching and fighting, but we'll get there. Well, and it's, it's going to create a difference between what does it mean to be responsible versus to be blaming and fault finding yeah. regarding uh, what's going on yes. in our lives, right? Because mm-hmm. this, this show is all about leveraging what life brings. And a lot of times there can be adversity sure. in that. And so the question is, well, are we, are we to blame yes. for the adversity? Mm-hmm. And is that the same thing as being responsible for the adversity? <sighs> We're ready to unpack this one. It's going to be a hard one. Buckle up. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Courtney, have you, what's your experience with responsibility and blame? Does it feel or occur for you like it's one and the same? I, I was raised by my mother, and she was always about, responsibility. It was never, you can't blame people for your circumstances. And my mother grew up during the civil rights era. And I mean, she's a black woman who dealt with a lot of adversity at all times. So she just really had to push forward through it, whether, you know, it stopped her or not. I think as we, we, we uh, get more, ins- I guess, insulated by our privilege, because that's what I feel like that is. Um, I don't feel like we take responsibility for our actions the way that generations past have. Mm. So I was raised to be one of those. It's like, okay, yes, that happened, but what was your responsibility in it? And sometimes it's in a negative way, and sometimes it's in a positive way that I actually do accept responsibility for my actions. But it is so much easier to place blame when it's somebody else's fault. It's so much easier. So there, I can see right. the, the right. benefits so you, of both. <laughs> yeah, I, so yeah, yeah. It, it's, and actually what you're describing mm-hmm. is what I would say is this confusion or how we use the word responsibility uh, oh, to, to mean the same thing as, as blame and fault, right? Like sure. we, we don't make a distinction and I think therein lies yeah. our resistance to being responsible because it's like, oh, that's not my fault. Right. That's right. not my fault. And right. so when we use those words interchangeably, we get this sense that, well, I can't be responsible because it's not my fault. Sure. And it takes the responsibility of the consequences completely off of you in your mind. Right. And, right. and so I think it's important. What, what I meant by that there's a lot of freedom available in this conversation uh-huh. is in making a distinction between these two. Okay. Yes. So for instance, a lot of times common language, we say, oh, who's responsible for this? Hmm. And really, what do we mean by that? Yeah, who can I blame for this? Who can I blame for this? There's who's, trouble. Whose I don't fault want it. is this? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And in, in my work as a coach, mm-hmm. what has really revolutionized my life is seeing this difference that being responsible mm-hmm. actually leaves you empowered to deal effectively with your life. Sure. Whereas fault finding and blaming leaves you handcuffed, leaves you a victim of what's happening. Right. Uh, and and so being able to see this difference, because literally the word responsible mm-hmm. or responsibility mm-hmm. 
is your ability to respond. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it is. <laughs> it breaks it is. down. It, yeah. It is. It's yeah. your ability to respond. And so every place you give up responsibility, you give up access to power to be effective. To, to respond to whatever has happened. Exactly. Yeah, because a lot of times you lose credibility when you're constantly blaming and faulting other people. They're just like, well, you know what? She's not going to accept the responsibility for it anyway, so we don't even want her as part of the solution or what we're going to do next. So it's important to claim that responsibility. So, But it also begs the question. Sure. Can you be responsible for a mess you didn't make? No. Can you be responsible for a mess you didn't make? <laughs> I said no, but I know you're going to prove me wrong, so let's just get that started. <laughs> well, well, here's so yeah. so let's say let's say um, I'll give you an example. Okay. Do you remember who Lee Iacocca is? Yes, I do remember Lee Iacocca. I'm okay. old enough to know who Lee Iacocca okay. is. <laughs> and maybe maybe our audience remembers, maybe they don't. But so I grew up in Michigan, mm-hmm. and yeah. during that time frame. Uh, that I was growing up, Chrysler, the Chrysler Corporation, was about to go into bankruptcy. Yes. And um, so, terrible financial situation. Mm -hmm. And what they did was they brought on Lee Iacocca as as the head to essentially Mm -hmm. turn it around. So the question is, was Lee Iacocca responsible for, or was, was he to blame for Chrysler's financial situation when they were like heading into bankruptcy. No, because he was brought in to solve the problem, but right. he was. So did he take responsibility for it? Oh, he absolutely did. So he took responsibility, responsibility for, for a mess, mess that he did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what responsibility responsibility says. This, I don't care who made the mess. Yeah. I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to affect action that's actually going to move through it, move past it, create something else. Okay. You know, create a new possibility here. Who made the mess doesn't matter. And it, here's the thing. It doesn't, it doesn't absolve a person from holding other people accountable. accountable. Right. Like I, I, um, I know of a, of a businessman. He was in partnership. And uh, what happened was, unbeknownst to him, his partner had a gambling problem. Okay. Mm. And actually ran the company into the ground. And so that this, this businessman, he had a choice. Mm. He, could, he could either be responsible for what happened. Sure. Or he could be a victim. So the victim, the victim mentality or the blame and fault says, you made the mess. You fix it. You fix it. And yeah. my life is, you know, essentially going to be in the crapper until you do. Mm-hmm. Or being responsible says, you know what? What you've shown me is that um, I, I'm not going to be doing any more business with you. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to dissolve the partnership. And, and that's what he did. He dissolved the partnership. So, so there's still accountability. Sure. Right? Yeah. And... I'm going to go and rebuild my life. And that's what he did. He, he rebuilt you know, his businesses, started again. Yeah. But had he been stuck in blame and faults, he, he would have been stuck. So that's exactly took, what it does. So you took on the responsibility of the, the gambling debt from his business. So, and the business stayed. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. he went and started a new venture and just walked away from it. Because I think that that's, that's something to be spoken about, too, is taking something that this is leveraging life, right? Uh-huh. You have a horrible situation, you have a horrible product or a horrible situation to deal with, but being able to turn it into something else, regardless of what other outside extenuating circumstances might be trying to affect you. So he just took yeah. his business and just turned it into something else, which yes. is great. 
Yeah. He, he dissolved the thing that was not good. And he yes. said, I'm going to move forward with the same venture as opposed to just walking away. Because yes. that's an option too. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a way of right. dodging responsibility. <clears throat> yeah. It's not blame or fault, but it's just like complete avoidance altogether. Yeah. But yeah. It, what, you, to your point, that um, in, even to be able to leverage life. Sure. It requires that you take on this way of moving through the world that says, I'm going to be responsible for whatever's happening. Sure. Which doesn't mean you control everything. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that, that things happen or don't happen that are, you know, as a result of somebody else's choices. But it's still continuing to take responsibility yeah. for the impact of those choices that leave a person empowered. I'll give you an example mm-hmm. from my own life. Uh, shortly after I moved to Austin, I, I had an experience with um, Austin traffic oh. and Austin traffic jams. Gross. And <laughs> in the middle of a traffic jam, I got rear-ended. Oh no! Yeah, it was like it was like two weeks after what? I moved here. I got I got uh, rear-ended. Welcome okay. to Austin. Thank you. The Jeez. old me mm-hmm. would have experienced that like, oh, that's this other person's fault. Now I was literally. Like, like um, I was not moving at the point that I got rear-ended. Oh, my goodness. It was the, the guy behind me wasn't paying attention Ugh. and stepped on the gas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, had I been in this old way of thinking sure. and this old way of experiencing it, it would have been very, um, it would have been a very frustrating, angry kind of situation and it's your fault and you got rah, rah, rah. What was different for me mm. was really in this space of, how can I be responsible for what just happened here? Okay. How Especially can, when you were sitting still and how, you were... Exactly. Right. So how can I be responsible for a mess I didn't make? Right. And it left me empowered rather than being frustrated and all this. It was just, you know what? I'm going to talk with this man. I'm going to create a situation where uh, this is just going to get taken care of. Right. I'm... I don't need him to fix anything in order for this to be taken care of. Absolutely, because he may not do anything anyway. Right. And you have to, are you going to sit there in this situation? And I had to own my choices. Sure. Here's the thing. I had to own my choices that actually co-created that scenario. And this is where a lot of people don't even consider the active choices they're making throughout their day that are leading you to a particular situation, even if there's adversity involved. So. I chose the appointments I was going to have that day. Sure. I chose the time of day I was going to be driving. Mm-hmm. I chose uh, the route I was going to take. Mm-hmm. Most of us, when we experience life like blame and fault, it occurs for us like, I didn't, I didn't choose this. Well, see, this is where I'm, I want some clarification because uh-huh. e, did you change your route as a result? After this accident, you're like, well, now I'm just not going to go that way. Or do you continue to go on with your life because you have to continue to make choices? And yeah. I wouldn't start, like, preferably, I'm not, I, I hate 35. So I try uh-huh. not to drive down 35 uh-huh. in Austin. So I'll drive down Mopac or 183. I try to avoid it. Now do I start driving a different route because I'm afraid I'm going to get into a car accident? Because I feel like car accidents can happen anywhere. I mean... How could you tangibly make, I mean, I know there are choices, but how could you make them different um, to avoid accidents? I don't understand. Well, no, I'm not suggesting that I'm, I'm making choices specifically to avoid accidents. Okay. It's understanding accidents may or may not happen. Sure. And if they do, I can still take responsibility for the choices that I made. Sure. That had me in that place at that time where the, you know, the... 
the unforeseeable yes. occurred. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is, is it leaves me empowered versus feeling like I'm a victim of this uncertain future. Okay. Or this sense. fear of, oh, I can't drive on this road now because, oh, I don't know if, you know, if, yeah. no, there's none of that for me. Okay. There's none of that for me. It's like, I'm going to keep choosing to Move set my appointments, to right. live my life, to drive on certain roads because I'm empowered to be able to deal with whatever shows up. Sure. And that way, that, so here's a distinction. It's between having to try to predict the future Mm-hmm. versus taking responsibility for creating the future. Okay. Even when the future has some uncertainty about it, it's like it's, it starts when you're willing to take responsibility in sure. your life. So this is like a, it's like a habit, yeah. and, and it's a muscle that gets created. When you get really practiced at taking responsibility, then the uncertain future just it doesn't, it doesn't look scary. No, you don't it, have to be fearful. It, no, not yeah. at all. Because you know you've got what it takes to handle whatever comes up. So it taking the responsibility, the yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's definitely a positive of being responsible. It does give you that that power. Like you were saying, the empowerment piece is really awesome when it comes to <laughs> being responsible. Um, so what's different now for you with the... With the um, responsibility? Mm-hmm. So I would say another aspect that's really shifted for me is not only do I not blame other people, mm. I don't blame myself. Okay. And that's really, really important to get that responsibility isn't some code word for self-blame. Okay. It's, no. Yeah. It's blame is just not even useful to me yeah. anymore. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve anyone in my, in my life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't serve my clients or my family or my friends. So I don't even blame myself. So going back to that, self-responsibility does not equal self-blame. No. Wow, we have so many negative connotations for words that we really shouldn't have. You know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. that we've grown up with, that are part of the, the fabric of who we are because of our upbringing or people that we've been around. Because I think responsibility for some people is a bad word. It's like... Right. So for you, what's an example in your own life of where you've taken responsibility Mm -hmm. for the quality, for what's going to happen next, whether you made the mess or not? Mm -hmm. What's an example of that? A good example is um, being a single mother and deciding that, Mm -hmm. okay, I didn't have these kids by myself and I'm like, you know, I'm not getting the support I'm supposed to have, Mm -hmm. but they're here and I did have responsibility in getting them here. <laughs> They're my children. And, mm. and now mm-hmm. I have chosen to walk through this life with them. What, I'm going to make good decisions. I'm going to make, um, I'm going to do the things I need to do to take care of them and take responsibility. My, abil- my ability to respond being a single mother, because I hear a lot of times people say, oh, I'm a single mom. I'm like, yeah, you are a single mom. That doesn't negate the fact that you have to be responsible for your children. And so now I'm going to make different decisions for their welfare and for mine. It's yeah. really important to be able to do that because it takes the total... People... Okay, so this is a good example. All right, so I have two children, and for a long time, I didn't receive any child support whatsoever. I didn't even go after it because I just felt like the person that left me in the situation, why would I expect them to be responsible for providing me any sort of you know, income to take care of them? And consequently, I never, I never looked at it that way. And I actually teach the people that I work with, listen, don't... Res- don't rely on something from someone who's already shown you what your value is to them in their life. In your mm, life. Does mm-hmm. that one make sense? Yeah. So don't sit around waiting for this magical check to fall. You are still here. 
Your children are still here. They need to be fed. They need to have a place to stay. You mm-hmm. are responsible for that. What are you going to do? So giving them the tools to actually make that happen is really, really important so that they're never relying on some magical check. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for that check to come in. And I'm like, well, it may never come. What are you going to do? Yeah. 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 Well, and, and in that, here's here's a component of being responsible. Sure. In order to even be responsible, yeah. you have to see that who you are matters. Yes. And that you make a difference in the outcome of your life. Yes. Yes. You have to take control over it because uh-huh. otherwise, you know, there are always going to be extenuating circumstances that will come. Are you always going to be a victim that's always having things hit you? Or are you going to take those things and just bounce them back? Because it can turn into a positive. Well, and that's the whole crux of how you leverage any kind of adversity or difficulty is this willingness to be responsible for it. Mm -hmm. So in any given moment, we get to either be responsible or we get to be a victim. Yeah. I'd much rather be a a responsible person than to be a victim these days. It's hard. And I think it's really important in our conversation that when in in any of our our shows or with any of our guests, to acknowledge being responsible is not blame. Okay, yeah. You know, this this isn't blame. We're not blaming anyone, ourselves or anybody else, for any kind of adversity or difficulty, you know, that happens in life. It's not blame. It is the access to the leverage that, you know, all of our guests and and ourselves, like what we've experienced in life, that one thing is, like, everybody's story is different. Yeah. But that is a consistent message. Yeah. With anyone who has turned an adversity into an advantage is... They've been willing to be responsible. Well, okay. So you mentioned earlier to one of our, our, our directors, and we were talking about putting on the big girl panties. Let's have that uh, conversation uh-huh. about now, okay, you know this is a real thing. Let's talk about the big girl panties. What's the thing? What's the realization when it comes to blame and fall versus responsibility? Okay, Kate, you're going to have to jog my memory a little bit more. We were the, talking about, well, well talking about but, the ability to take to actually take responsibility for yourself. I think that that's what, yeah. what the... Yeah. yeah, so so here's here's how... Uh, let me give an example of really putting this to the test. Sure. Okay, so one of, one of the uh, inspiring uh, thought leaders in the uh, world of psychology, his name is Viktor Frankl. Mm-hmm. And Viktor Frankl was a psychiatrist. He was Jewish. And he actually survived living in the concentration camps. Wow. And so if anyone knows anything (laughs) about this, I would say, okay, he's an authority on it. And one of my favorite quotes of his, and I'm going to read it because I want to get it right and I want to honor what he said. Mm -hmm. He said, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. I love that. That's really good. Yeah. That space in between. Huh. Yeah. And he didn't say this before having lived through a concentration camp. He said it after. He said it after. That's important. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that you have this capacity as a human being, if you want to take this on, if you're willing to do this, you have this capacity to choose your response mm-hmm. in any situation. Absolutely. To choose being responsible, to choose to move forward, to choose to to give up, to choose to be a victim, even fundamentally. See, I have found this, that the more we 
acknowledge the choices that we're making on a regular basis. Like this is, this is a way to actually practice this. Sure. What have I chosen today? Mm. Well, even fundamentally, if everything, you know, the, the shit's hitting the fan and the world's <laughs> falling apart. Officially. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like, am I choosing to stay here on the planet? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> even if everything, even if every other choice feels like it's been taken away from me, am I choosing to stay here? And am I choosing? This was another thing that Viktor Frankl talked about. Yeah. You can have everything taken away from you mm. except your power to choose your response. You yeah. can choose your attitude. You can choose your way in life. Absolutely. I mean, we were mm-hmm. talking about the fact that you can have things coming at you, but how do you respond defines your integrity and defines your character, what, what you're made of. Yeah. Do you have the stuff to actually deal with these things and take responsibility? And then people are watching. I think that people mm. forget that people are watching your behavior to see how are you going to respond to it? And then can I respect that person for the, the choices that they make, that they make mm-hmm. in this situation? It's like, well, this is how this person has treated this person. How is she going to respond? Is she going to go this way? Is she going to go that way? And a lot of times people make judgment calls on who you are through your response. And you have to take that on. If you don't respond, that's also another opportunity for them to decide whether you're somebody that they want to deal with or not. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would I would add this, that with, um, I also make in my work, I make a distinction between a response and mm. a reaction. Okay. Because reaction, you know, it carries with it this idea of, okay, it's just automatic. Yeah. Right? I can't help it. Yeah. A response is, is a yeah. free choice. Well, and you thought this, through it, this, possibly. <laughs> I'm choosing. Yeah. I'm choosing this, and again, it's this ownership over over your choices, rather than this sense of oh, I couldn't help it. Yeah. You know, that's oh, they they pushed my buttons. You well, know, all yeah. of because all of that is just more victim thinking. Absolutely, it's yeah. ownership. Ownership. Uh-huh. And victims are usually not owners of their circumstance. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Or they yeah. they've convinced themselves. Yes. Yeah, I don't want my being, hands off yeah. of this because I didn't cause it. Uh-huh. So I don't have to deal with the circumstances that have come or the consequences that have come as a result of it. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. So let's so, talk about ownership so, a little bit. Well, and so like, yeah. to, yes, it's the, what, what blame does, mm-hmm. what being the victim does is it just allows me to feel better about not getting the life that I want. Hmm. That's, I think that's, that was the point where I wanted to get to. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Can you unpack yeah. that just a little bit? Yeah. yeah. So, so if I'm, if I'm in blame, then yeah, I get to be right. Mm-hmm. I get to feel validated and justified. Right. About not getting what I want. Right. Or about getting something I don't want. Yeah. So rather than doing the work of, of, of taking on responsibility for the life that I desire. Sure. I'm just kind of in this place of resignation. Right. And and so all that the blame does is help me feel a little bit better yeah. about, you know, having a, what I don't want. Well, and the resignation mm-hmm. turns into being powerless. Mm-hmm. You're not empowered yeah. in that space at no, all. No, no. No, 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 not at all. What I have found mm-hmm. is this, is that when people start to get a taste of what true responsibility is, oh, and this is the other thing. Mm-hmm. To try to take on responsibility while you've still got it confused with yeah. blame is also, it's not going to be very useful no. for you. You've got, you've got to suspend the judgment of blame and fault finding and that there's anything wrong going on here. Yeah. Only then is respon- are you going to be able to experience responsibility for what it is, which is just freedom. Yeah. It's freedom, it's power, it's access, it's movement Yeah. Yeah. in your life. And when people do that, here's what I found is that 
they start looking for, to take more and more responsibility everywhere they go. Right, right, because it's empowering. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, it's interesting. I want to wrap up with this, this thought. I thought probably about eight years ago, I went through this thing called the Phoenix Project. Okay. I came up with it by myself. <laughs> All right. Phoenix. Um, the Phoenix Project, where I saw that my life was becoming something I didn't want it to be. You know, this is after the abuse. This is after everything. I was actually in a marriage, and things were suppo- like apparently supposed to be going the way that they were supposed to go, and they weren't. So then I had to take some responsibility. Like, I was unhealthy. I was in a very bad mental space. And I said, I just sat down one day and wrote out these areas where I was just like, okay, what can you do to do, to, to, to change the situation? And a lot of the, the, the areas, it really did come down to me. Like I could Mm. pull in somebody into that area and say, oh, that's the reason why this is like this. But at the end of the day, it was me. I was the common denominator in all of those areas. And if I wanted any lasting change, I had to make it, I had to start with myself. Yeah. So the question then that can serve you, can serve me and can serve anyone who's listening to always be willing to ask is, who am I being that this is happening? Yes. Mm -hmm. And really look at how am I showing up with the people and situations and circumstances in my life that these are the results that I'm getting. Yes. And that from there, let that inform what happens next. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm Courtney Santana. Mm -hmm. And I'm Becky Henderson. Thanks for watching Leveraging Life, and we'll see you next time.